Today's advanced training. Four pulses. Four pulses to measure the strength of your agency. So in any industry, in any business uh, that you run, there are metrics that you can measure your business by to see if it's performing well or performing not. This is, uh, this is uh, every industry, every business has these. Uh, a lot of small business owners don't know theirs. Uh, and I know that inside of our business, a lot of our small business owners don't know the metrics to really measure how your business is doing. Uh, and so um, I thought today would be a good time to kind of re remind us of that. Uh, uh, let's, let's look at what, how can we determine if our business is good or not. Um, most of us, you know, uh, I, I was guilty of this. I used to budget and balance my checkbook by the ATM receipt. <laughs> I'd go check my balance on the ATM. I go, oh, I've got a thousand dollars. Hey, we can pay rent. Oh, but there's already this bill, this bill, this bill that are pending. And next thing I know, I'm in the negative. So that's how I used to balance my checkbook. Did you do the same? Um, or are you doing the same? Well, it's the same in the business. A lot of people go, well, I'm, I'm writing a lot of business right now. So things are good. Are they? <laughs> Are they? I mean, are, are you getting it issued? Uh, it, the placement, how's your placement look? If it's below 75%, you're really running the risk of an insurance company terminating you. So are you getting your business placed? Are you keeping it on the books? Are, are you adding policies in that home to help keep it on the books? Now, what, what does your business really look like? It's much more than just what your commission statement is, is this week. And I don't want to lead you down a road of misinformation and misdirection. How you're your volume is doing is a metric that we measure to see how your business is doing but it's the least of them all okay so let's go through these four pulses real quick and uh, and just as you're going through them take the notes write down the the bullet points but i want you right now and later to kind of start reflecting if you're not already reflect on how your business is doing i know that and i'll just say this as a personal story in in 2012 we decided to change our recruiting strategies as far as how we were recruiting and the room i'm in right now was a big room with uh we had uh, nine recruiters and two initial dialers and it was one of the worst mistakes i've made in my business and i've been transparent about it in other trainings and if you want to talk about it we can but uh, I let that run for two years. It almost completely uh, destroyed our business. <laughs> I don't think that's overstating it. Uh, it was a really bad decision. Um, and after two years, I, uh, I, I, we changed it back, and I took back over recruiting. And I knew that I hadn't done recruiting in a few years. I'd had staff doing it, and, and this is 2014. I knew it was going to take me a bit to ramp up. I knew it was going to take me a bit to get my legs back underneath me. But the whole time, I was measuring the pulses. I was measuring the pulses, and I knew that maybe the results weren't there yet, but the pulses were. And you can't have this metrics look like this and, and the results not show up. You know, we were talking about it this morning, getting ready. Uh, Heather and I are, are, are consistent about working out, you know, and, and, and well, both of us are like, but well, the scales don't reflect it. But we're working out, and we feel better. Our, 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 we can see in the mirror that things look different, but the scales not. But, uh, and, and I just, in my head, I immediately went back to the book, Chop Wood, Carry Water. I was like, we just got to keep sticking to the process. And Heather said it, you know, if X weight is my new normal, 
but I feel better, I'm healthier, and, and my clothes fit better, and if all that, okay, okay, okay. It's not the scale I'm worried about. Well, it's the same thing here. Focus on the process. The results come, but you got to focus on the process. Don't focus on the results. You hear that a lot when you're around us, but I promise you it is a secret to this business, and not just this business, but really any business. Uh, it's the secret. It's fo- focusing on the process. So let's check out the pulses uh, to measure the strength of your agency. Number one, how many interviews each week? How many interviews are happening in your agency each week? The first question is, how many are you doing? How many interviews are you doing? Uh, we, we, we talk a lot about in 2003 was, was, was our big breakthrough year. I mean, I know now it's, it's not 2003 anymore, but our big breakthrough, we, we, we felt like we were fighting, fighting, fighting. We finally got to the other side of that barrier that we were fighting on. And uh, I'll tell you the secret to it. We worked like crazy. <laughs> we 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 went on a. Uh, I was told by a mentor it was it was um, do double digit uh, twenty double digit recruiting and and double digit production. So what he was saying was you need twenty recruits, not personally, but you need twenty recruits that you did somewhere in your agency. You need twenty recruits that you did somewhere in your agency, and and you need to uh, produce twenty thousand in personal production. He was talking about submit. He wasn't talking about issuing. Just going out there running the production twenty and twenty, and do that for ninety days. Well, when we started in two thousand three, our production was at twenty thousand, and and after ninety days, our production was at forty thousand. And I remember going back to the mentor and calling him a liar. <laughs> you are a liar. This is not working at all. And he, he's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you're just slow. Do it another month. But, but looking back on it, 20 to 40 is double. Who wouldn't want to double? Everybody would want to double. Double's a good thing. But I was thinking in 90 days, unrealistic expectations. I was thinking in 90 days it was going to be completely different. We put in another, 120, another, uh, not, another 30 days. So now it's 120 days, four months we put in. And, and we had gotten up to about 45,000. Uh, but before I could call him, that was June of 03, before I could call him and complain again, like, like we all do to our mentors, before I could com- call and complain again to him, Ju- the week of July 4th happened. Now, July 4th that year was on the 4th of July. So it was th- that first week of July included the July 4th holiday that year. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't, is it this year? They're going to do it. They, the word is they're going to do it again this year. July 4th is going to be the first week of July. So in that first week of July, we did 30,000 in production. We almost doubled from June to the first week of July. And we ended up July at 90, 97,000. And then we, then we did 127,000 in August. I got a plaque back there in my office I was given by my mentor for hitting 127,000 in August. And that's like my most treasured award. It's, it's got a place of honor in my office. You ever come see my office, I'll show it to you. I, I point to it all the time. Like that, that matters to me. Then September happened. The Alliance decided to start giving bonuses. And uh, they started at 75,000. I did 74. Oh, first month of bonus availability. I miss it by a, a grand. Come on. But then the next month, October of 2003, we did 200,000 in production that month. So we went from 20 to 207 months. Crazy, right? It started with me focusing on doing my interviews. I promise you, like uh, four interviews a week doesn't get you where you want to go. If you're doing four interviews a week, it better be part of a graph that's going up. Because if it's a graph staying this, it's not going to work out. Also, how many interviews for your team are happening right now? See, well, Fitz, I thought you said your 2020 was about getting the 20 recruits. Yeah, but I'm looking at a smaller picture. Can, can you focus yourself and your team just on how many interviews get booked every week? As you're getting started, I don't even care how many of those show. 
I don't care how many of those get signed up in school. I don't care how many of those get contracted and licensed and, and trained and first apps and all that. I don't care about all that. I just care about the activity because that's what you can control. You can't control the results. You can only control your activity. Everything else you don't have control over. I remember a mentor saying to me years ago, Fitz, all you can do is plant the seed, water it, pull the weeds, you know, get the hoe out and hoe that row. I mean, I grew up hoeing potatoes. Like, you got you to gotta keep it clean, but you, you're not in charge of that plant growing. You can't make that plant grow. All you can do is all the stuff that you have control over. You can't focus and, and, and depend on those results. You have to focus and depend on your activity. Bet on you. So that's how many interviews each week. First pulse. Second pulse. How many people are in the system? Got multiple bullet points for this. How many people are in the system? We say a lot. It's one of these things that, that really sort of bugs me because we'll say, you just got to plug into the system, man. Just plug into the system. Just plug into the system. What the heck does that mean? Plug into the system. Like, I'm a fairly literal person. You tell me to plug into a system. I'm like, I got my, my power cord. I'm looking to, where do I plug in? Or maybe it's an Ethernet cable. Or maybe it's a Mac and I got a lightning cable I need to plug. What is exactly, what is exactly the system? Well, first, how many unique riders? You did $50,000 in production this month. Congratulations. How many producers did you have? How many people contributed to that production? One? It's not healthy. It's not a healthy agency if you have one. That's what they like to call customer vulnerability in a lot of industries. If your company, 90% uh, of your company is dictated by one customer, customer vulnerability. That customer goes out of business, you're out of business. It's a domino effect. Heather saw this when she was working in temporary staffing. She was an assistant branch manager up in Plano, and their biggest customer was Alcatel. And Alcatel had a big, beautiful campus. And then the, and then the, uh, the Golden Corridor, they called it. The, the dot-com boom hit, and telecom crashed back in the early 2000s. And the big, beautiful Alcatel uh, campus is now called John Paul II Private Catholic School. <laughs> it's a big, beautiful campus. Alcatel's out of business. And that branch, 85% of their billable hours were through that one company. They're gone too. How many unique riders? Look, 15 gets you $100,000 a month in production and a $250,000 a year income. If you don't have 15 producers on a monthly basis yet, that's your new focus. Get to 15. If you've got to 15, start working in multiples of 15 and watch your income work in those same multiples. So if you've got 15 producers doing $100,000, 30 producers will do 200,000. I was always told the first 100,000 was my hardest and the next 100,000 would be my easiest in production. And we, I saw that looking back in 03, we worked so hard to cross over to 100,000. The very next month, we dropped back to 74. And then the next month, we did 200,000. Just, it took us 30 days to go from 100 to 200,000. <laughs> it took us six months to get to 100,000. Does that make sense? How many unique recruiting agents? <sighs> if you are building an agency, it will grow faster if you're not the only one building it. <laughs> and that seems simple it seems simple but a lot of people don't get that thought so uh i, I remember when i first really understood like I, I was i took science and and all those sort of classes and i understood capacity but when i started thinking about my capacity and i'm a 32 ounce cup and they fill me up with water i'm full i can't hold anymore I have no more capacity the only way that i'm going to be able to hold more water is to add another cup and then we fill that cup up, and now i got 64 ounces. 
right? And then we add another cup, and I got 64 ounces. Another, and, and, and uh, it gets, they just keep, now we're at 128 ounces. We keep growing and growing and growing. That's the only way that we can grow is to increase our capacity. And, and what that means is we need more people doing more, right? We need more people. How many people in your team are actually recruiting? That's what plugging into the system means. They're doing that too. Signed up in class. How many people do you have currently in class? Better question, how many of those are you following up with on a regular basis? Even better question, how many of them are following up with you? How many of them are contacting you saying, I'm at 70% now, I'm at 80% now, I'm at 100%. Are they contacting you? That's a good indicator of how your business is doing. How many people that are newly contracted on your team? How many have you gotten uh, the agent agreement and at least one carrier contract? How many are new? What's the last 30 days, 60 days, 90 days look like for you? And how's that trend? Is it going up or is it staying the same? As recruiting goes, so goes production, by the way. If you want your production to go up, pick up recruiting. But, but if you are at 100,000 recruits a month, <laughs> that's a lot. 100,000 recruits a month, but that's what it is every month. Your production is going to look the same. It's going to be plateaued. Now, it's going to be ridiculous how much production is coming in, but it's not going to be growing at that point. It's just going to be staying the same. You've got to, what's your, what's your trend? What's your trajectory look like? First apps and 10th apps. How many people, how many first apps do you have submitted in your business this month? How many first apps do you have issued in your business this month? How many agents did you get to issue their 10th app this month? What does that number look like for you? That's, a, it, that's an indicator of how your business is doing. If you're not getting people to 10th apps, you're not actually adding to the unique rider number. You're, you're, you're running a turnstile. You're bringing them in the front door, taking them out the back door as fast as you're bringing them in the front door. And, 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 the, and the capacity, the, the, um, the, the, <laughs> the, the government limits on your restaurant are not being met. <laughs> like you're not getting to that 25%. You, you're not even close because it's just going in and out. We got to get people coming in and producing and staying producing. That's how we grow. So the 10th app factor is an, is an important number. How many people on your, on your team are, are part of the weekly success team call? I track that number every week. I've got it tracked for all the success teams. And I, if they don't send it to me, I'll ask them directly. Hey, what was your number this week? Because I know as those success team calls, as those grow, our business is going to grow. I know it. I know that the more people we have on Tuesday morning calls on the TFG hotspot, I know the, I know the more we have, the bigger the business grows. I mean, attending the meeting doesn't make you more money. And yet... The more people we get attending the meeting, the more money we make. Huh? Yeah, follow it through. It's deep, deep stuff there. Number three, how many people are coming to the next big event? You know, the big event has different definitions. To me, I'm looking at how many people are coming to the next national event. People keep asking me, you know, we got one coming up. This is June, uh, May right now I'm doing this presentation. We got one coming up in July. People are asking, are, is that event going to happen? I don't know. I'm acting as it is. I'm acting as if it is, because if all of a sudden we get to June 15th and the event's June 16th and they don't cancel it, but I didn't buy my plane ticket, I didn't get a hotel, I didn't get a conference ticket, I can't go, and I miss out on the opportunity to learn. I miss out on the opportunity to make connections. I miss out on the opportunity to make friends at the carriers that I'm going to need next month to get that piece of business issued that is having a tough time. I'm going to miss out on that opportunity. So I'm acting as if it's still going to happen. And, and, then, and then if I get to June 5th, uh, July 15th and they're like, eh, we're canceling it. The Governor Cooper of North Carolina says we can't do it. Well, then okay. Like, so be it. That is what it is. Right? We'll, we'll alternate and pivot and figure out other options. But, 
but you got to act as if it's going to happen. How many people have bought a ticket? How many on your team? How many tickets right now on your team that, that you and everybody that you've hired and all their people they've hired beneath you, how many tickets right now have been purchased for the next big event? And how many have also bought airfare and hotel? Buying a $100 ticket to get into the conference is easy. Anybody can do that. Did you get the hotel? Are you getting transportation there? Because if you haven't done those two things, your friend, your, your agent, your pal is not going. <laughs> they don't just, you know, Star Trek transport to the event. They don't just, you know, sleep in the conference center. <laughs> plans have to be made. You as a leader have to walk them through those plans. Help them think through it. Number four is volume. Volume is an important metrics. I mean, of course, we get paid based on premium. It, of course, is important. But, but see where it ranks? It's number four. And really, guys, these are in order. <laughs> one, two, three, four. There is an order here. A lot of times I'll give a, a, a thing like this and I'll say, it's really one, 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 one. They're all equally important. No, it's one, two, three, four. Volume can be misleading. If your volume is going up, but your recruiting is going down, there is a market correction coming that's going to smack you in the face. And it's going to be this, where production comes back down. It can be a huge head fake. It's really easy to get head faked when commissions are good. Man, I checked my bank account. There's money there. Man, I checked ARC, and they're going to deposit tomorrow. Woo! Life is good. Yeah, but all the work that you're supposed to be doing, you're not doing. So the money today, you better save it because tomorrow it's not going to be around. You're not going to get another deposit because you didn't do all the work leading up to that deposit. Total volume is important. What's your total volume look like? Your, your, your whole organization, including you, your whole organization outside of you, What's your submitted versus issued paid numbers look like? You need to know what your business looks like when it comes to issue rates. Because, listen, we, we, we're always trying to think outside the box. We're always trying to think of new and in, inventive ways of making sales. Especially during the pandemic, we're like, well, people don't want to meet with us, so we've got to pivot and talk to them while they're driving down the road and make a sale that way. And that's, that's great, but sometimes your business would get better if you just added one more case that stuck one more that you submitted actually got issued. A lot of people I've seen in, in, in two decades of working in this industry, a lot of people sell just to keep up with the chargebacks on the businesses dropping off the books. And they'll sell more and more and more and more and more because the chargebacks are also getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that is a problem. You need to recognize when that's happening and address the issue. Quit trying to address the symptom. The sneeze is the symptom. Fix the cold. Fix the virus. Don't fix, don't fix the, the sneeze. Don't fix the watery eyes. That's treating a symptom. Treat the, the problem. So, so some people just need to focus. Yeah, listen, one of the best things you can do is hire an assistant whose sole job it is to get your business issued. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just like that, we had somebody working that. Oh, I mean, that was like Heather wanted to work the pending business because that she wasn't doing the sales. I was doing the sales. But she wanted to work the pending. It, it, to her, it felt like something she could control that influenced and impacted our bottom line. She couldn't go out there and make the sales like I was doing, but she could get the business issued. Getting it submitted, who cares? We recognize on Tuesday mornings we do our submitted numbers. That's great. I mean, that is the first step. Submitted is important. You can't get issued if you don't have submitted. But the issued numbers are really important. That's what we get paid on. What's your ratio there? Where is the volume coming from? I kind of started off saying this at the beginning, but, but where, where, where is the volume coming from? Do, is 90% is of your production coming from one leg or one producer? That's a problem.
That's a problem. And it's not going to hit you today. But one day, pow, you're going to get smacked. And you're going to go, what the heck? I didn't see that coming. And I'm going to say, remember when I did that video about the four pulses? <laughs> what, I, what I meant to say was, see, and as your business gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you might have organizations in your, in your group. And you go, man, that organization, that, see, they always say you can measure the strength of your business. One of the measurements you can do, we don't talk about as a pulse, but how big does it look when you take away your biggest produ production? When you look at your organizational chart that you've created for yourself, take away that first biggest group. Then take away, maybe it's just a producer, but take that away. Now, what does your business look like? For a lot of people, that's where it kind of disappears because your business is a flamingo. <laughs> it's one-legged. It's standing on one leg. It's really unstable, right? Maybe take away your second, your second leg. What does that look like? Is it still good? What about your third? What does it look like now? What about your fourth? Your fifth, your sixth, your seventh, your eighth. As you take organizations away, how does your business look? One of my focuses over the last couple of years has been, I got two pretty good organizations that are number one and number two. I want to get this, the rest of it to, to be bigger than them <laughs> by a lot. It's been my focus. It means I don't focus on those two. Do, if they call for help, do I help them? Of course, I make money by helping them. But I don't pursue helping them. I pursue helping this because that's where the money is. Because that's how the business grows. Where is the volume coming from? Hey, listen, what's your spread on your team? What's your spread on your team? Uh, we track this monthly. Track it monthly. From, uh, and I used to track it all the time. Now I have somebody on staff who tracks it for me. But, but I want to know it. I want to know what the spread on my team is. Listen, your spread should be around 20%. If it's not, then, then you need to change it. Basic rule of thumb. Spread is 20%. Okay, let's start there. If your spread is bigger than 20% on your team, and, and here's how you figure out your spread. You ready? You look at how much business your team got issued, and then you look at your commissions, and you do the division. Commissions divided by issued business equals spread. Okay? Commissions divided by issued business equals your spread. It tells you what the percentage spread you're getting. Now, if you want an accurate look at your team, make sure you take out your personal production issued numbers and your personal production commission numbers, and it'll tell you what your spread is on what's left. Commissions divided by issued paid equals spread. Very basic equation, okay? And so uh, if, if you are at 20%, your business is performing, I think, optimally. If you're above 20% spread, what you need to focus on is helping your leaders develop so they can get promoted in commission level, in percentage level. That's going to reduce your spread, but should increase your income and business stability. Getting deep on some stuff here. I hope I'm not losing anybody today. I hope this is good. Taking some notes. Go back and review this video later. Yeah. So it 20% is a business operating optimally. Above 25, above 20%. So let's say 25, 30, 40% spread on your team. Oh my gosh. You need to help your people, Moses, need to help your people rise up the charts. Well, what if my spread is below 20% fits? If it's below 20%, you need to hire more people personally. Because when you're on an 80 contract, nothing increases your spread, like bringing that brand new person on to 55. But then your spread gets massive again. Okay, well, help that 55% or get to the 80. <laughs> it, it's, it's a constant teeter-totter. It's a constant balancing act of the two. But watching that spread gives you a real indicator of where you need to be working right now. Spread 20% optimally. Above, bigger than 20%, you need to work down in your organization and help them grow. It's actually really easy work, helping somebody else grow. 
But then, but then if your spread is below 20%, you need to put in more agents direct to you. Run some ads, hire some new agents, get them up and going. Okay, four pulses, the recap. I'm going to list out the four pulses again. How many interviews each week? How many people in the system? How many people are coming to the next big event? And what is the overall volume? Those are the four pulses. I hope that helps. Uh, these are the metrics by which I measure my business. Every business, every industry has metrics that measure how well that business is doing. This is how we measure ours. Okay. Uh, and I hope what you'll start doing is tracking that, measuring that, and monitoring that, and pay attention to uh, getting all of these pulses on upward trends. You don't want the cardiac pulse. <laughs> you want a steady moving up pulse that continues to grow and continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger and your business will not look different. Your business will be bigger. Your income will be bigger and what you do with that money is up to you. I hope that helps. If I can help you in any way, let me know. Talk to you soon. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.